look at your hair. It's all, last time I saw you, was it gone or was your beard gone or? Uh, I mean, maybe both. I, uh, shaved my head for the UMS, uh, last year when Christy and I hosted virtually, we, uh, you know, they were raising money to give to artists, bands, and, uh, we had these different goals, you know, that we were hoping to meet. And I had been, there were a couple of times where I was just so hot last summer, just very warm. And so I thought about, uh, cutting my hair before the UMS gig. And then when they were like, what kind of goals, you know, what fun stuff could we do? And I was like, I'll shave my head. (laughs) And so we did that. And so, yeah, it's been growing back since then. So maybe like, uh, seven months it's getting pretty long. I haven't cut it since then. Wow. And then the beard. Yeah. The beard is getting long. I I was getting sick of having a long beard because you know, they're pubes. They're like, you know, long scraggly pubic hair on. Your- uh, well, pubic hair is like actually good for friction, but facial <laughs> hair is gross. So mm-hmm. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I think facial so, hair is a lesser hair. So if you have gross pubic hair, you should say, ew, they like facial hairs. They're like a beard. <laughs> yeah. The pubic hair serves a purpose. The beard hair is just, it's, it's, it's not really a choice, an active choice or stylistic choice as much as it's just inaction. You know, the upkeep is tough, but I was keeping it relatively short so that it didn't get to that long. When there's like the two kinks in the beard hair that make it look like it's definitely a pube, like a long pube. I was avoiding that stage uh, until just these last few months. I, I just kind of, I kind of wanted to grow out the mustache, but it, the mustache gets very blonde. On yeah. The and so it, it, the mustache is tough for me on its own. So I kind of have to do beard or nothing. And I'm, I mean, I'm not looking to shave every, I don't need that to be one of the only activities on my agenda every two days is got to get in there, shave your beard. Got to shave. Yeah. I hate shaving. So I decided to stop pressing uh, to stop commenting on men's beards because it's like, it's not fun to shave. All right. So I'm sure it's not fun to shave your face constantly. So, you know, no. And I mean, it's even how awful to think of all of the, the surface area that women can end up shaving over the course yeah. of their yeah. lives. Or <laughs> it's third. Yeah. Sleep. I have chin hairs coming pretty fast and furiously now. Used to be like one a month, and now it's like it's just constantly yeah. three. Every time I turn around, there's another three. So uh, <laughs> I understand. I feel well, your pain. Um, I am reminded of a time. Do you know Maggie O'Shea? She plays, she's a comic. She plays uh, ukulele and she, she used to come through Denver like kind of often regularly. Mm. You might know her if you saw her, but I just remember uh, she, one of the times she came through town, she got a spot. I think it must've been new talent night. Cause I think it was before thick skin was a thing, but she was at comedy works. I think it was a Tuesday. She got a set and she at, you know, she was doing well. She's very funny and she, she was doing, no, she's not tall. She's she's you know not super short, but she's kind of she's kind of right, short. I probably, don't go by me because I just have a bad memory. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot really? a lot of comics coming through Denver, but she uh, she was like hopping trains and hitchhiking and stuff. She was like a nomad uh, for a long Hold time. Up. 
She's in Arizona now. But anyway, she was on stage and was doing great, was killing it. And then at some point she like, you know, lifted her arm. She was wearing like a dress and she lifted her arm and she had some armpit hair and the crowd gasped in such a, in such a fucking annoying way. You know, as if, yeah, oh, for real. Like as if she, as if they saw the scarlet letter burned onto her body. <laughs> and then a glass drops just like. Oh yeah. Yeah. Someone faints. Uh, a man says, foul beast, you know, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Denver at a comedy club where you're going to see some, you know, some of the, you're going to hear these random people, you know, say some of the craziest shit you could ever imagine. And they're, you know, drinking on a Tuesday night, but, uh, you know, as, <laughs> soon as, as soon as they get to judge, yeah, they're, oh my, my God, did you see that? She's wearing a dress. She knew she was going to wear that dress. She wanted us to see. She's a pervert. Yeah, she's <laughs> she is not reformable. Uh, yeah, it was hilarious. I, I didn't. I haven't been shaving a lot because of the you know nobody's seeing me. Mm-hmm. But then the smell for me started to get pretty bad. I'm a spice a spicy smelling lady, uh-huh. so you know hair holds smell. So it just after a couple of weeks, it's like must I must shave? I have to for myself because. I couldn't sleep. I was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear about the look of it. It's the smell, though. It's the smell. Sure. Well, we have we have kind of a. I think we have it. We're we're in an old place in Trinidad here, and uh, the the shower doesn't uh, stay hot all the time. So I, you know, you kind of have to pick weird hours to 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 try to use the shower because I th- I think there's enough other people that live in other units using, you know, this one like old water heater. So I've been trying to shower at weird times, but because it's not like a great, you know, nice shower every time that's going to, uh, with, and the pressure is not that great. So sometimes when I will finally go take a shower is when I'm trying to go to bed and I'm like, man, that's, I'm not going to, I don't want to smell that now. I don't want to smell that in the morning. With my own smell, I can't sleep. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, all the hair, I mean, just everywhere I've tried, I tried, uh, to, to nair my butt and my lower back years ago, <laughs> like in uh, college, I was like, Oh, I got to take my shit to the next level. Okay. You don't have to say it was college. If it was recent, uh, oh, it was college. Okay. I experimented with nair in college. I was like, this is not worth it. Cause it's just, uh, and, and so since then I, I feel like that, maybe either made it come back a little stronger, it bounced back, or it was going to happen anyway. But either way, uh, it does it does contribute to just a, a jungle-like ecosystem in your crotch. So you got to be careful. And, and I'll, I'll shave my pits to, to ensure that I'm less likely to, to get uh, that same ecosystem up there. I like, yeah. getting, rid of the, I like getting rid of that hair. I usually don't shave all the way. I'll like trim it down so that it's, there's still a little bit of the trapping, but without the. Becker's making like a face. Like, is this. I thought you were like shaving. Shaving armpits just sounds like a nightmare. Oh, uh, yeah. You got to be careful. You get a little scissor and trim. Mine don't grow long enough. Like, they grow like my scissors. eyebrows just barely, but just enough to get smelly. Yeah. I just. <laughs> also, you have to like pick a place to stop. Yeah. Do you? <laughs> Well, yeah, we have like you know arm hair that's like pretty dark and like it kind of connects at the edge. 
Okay. Yeah, Becker's like Robin. Right, Becker's like Robin Williams. You know, just hair, more hair than man. I do feel like if you enjoy someone and you enjoy their pheromones and all that stuff, that the hair is not so much a problem. If you like, just like a person and all of their scales and warts and things, then it's like sure, and eh, yeah. you can have hair as you want. No big deal. Yeah, that helps. Um, I I know that I got less. Uh, I, I got less ashamed or I felt like my, my smell was not as bad once I quit drinking and mm-hmm. once I quit using um, like aluminum deodorant, you know, like I think I was using like degree, you know, the, one of the ones that still has the aluminum in there. Look, I think that's what I'm using. <laughs> I don't know. I, I stopped, I stopped using all deodorant for like a few years and just kind of smelled how I smelled and tried to shower enough to, to make sure it didn't get real bad. And then uh, now I try I to use. I use Brute. I found a little a mm. thing of Brute because it reminds me of my dad. Nice. It's, yeah. it's just deodorant. It's not like, what do you call it? Antiperspirant. Anti- so right. It's, it's like I sweat through the Brute and then it's like, oh, now you smell like a sweaty man. Nice. Like I smell like bold and smelly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brute is. Uh, Brute's definitely a dad smell. I, my dad would have like Brute or uh, Old Spice. And I didn't Aqua like Velva. it. Aqua Velva. I don't know if he had Aqua Velva. He might have had some Polo. But like I didn't like the musky. Like when I was in high school, I wanted like Chrome or Cool Water because they cool did not. Cool Water. Yeah. I, me and Snoop cool Dogg <laughs> wearing Cool Water. You and Snoop Dogg and everybody at my high school and everybody at the Fox Hills Mall. Yeah. Cool there were those that weren't well those didn't smell like my dad or like you know it wasn't a dad smell it was like the opposite you know i wasn't trying to smell like a dad i was trying to smell like a cool little boy yeah a cool little wave of water (laughs) and i think there was another my favorite one i can't remember what it was the name of it but it was like maybe an armani geo yeah my brother-in-law has so much cologne. He's mm. he's Haitian, I think. I'm like, I'm, it's it's a lot. He like buys like really expensive colognes, but he's got that aqua aqua de jo, and he's got mm. the um, all of them, all of the ones you know. It's like they're for occasions for him because they bring back such memories, you know, sense memory. And but it's like I feel like it's my nose has changed. I can't be smelling all that cologne anymore. Like there's no cologne that I really, really want to smell anymore. Like, no, well, I think, I think a lot of people get over it and you start to just smell like, uh, some assemblage of, of chemicals. You don't mm-hmm. smell, you know, like you, I don't know, but I, I got to that point too, where I thought they all smelled bad and they, cause they were all too, they're all too strong and nobody wears the right amount. Right. It's hard to, I mean, guys especially don't just put on a little so that you, when you get close, you smell it. They put it on so that as soon as they enter the fucking bar, everybody knows, you know, everybody looks at who smells like that. And they're like, all right, we're going to keep a radius from that fucking asshole. Yeah, but like it gets on you and in your mouth. <laughs> but yeah, once you, I think, yeah, once you kind of get, you, you can get past that uh, as being an acceptable chemical smell 
and like a good smell and you just you just smell like science you just smell <laughs> whatever the fuck <laughs> is going into that to make it smell that way i used to love it when andy when when he and i first well when i first met so long ago he was my boss he wasn't my boss at first he was just like a new manager coming to work and then when we started to hang out and i started to like him i could smell when he got to work he used to wear he used to wear acts, and I was super into it. Oh boy, this is not is long good? enough ago. To I wasn't fourteen either. It was, mm-hmm. it was like I was too old to be like, ooh, feeling like <laughs> in the like stairwell. Like Andy's here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yeah, you, you connected the smell to him, so then it's like, yeah, it's a good thing. Now I like this powdery, <laughs> cocoa-y, whatever the fuck it is, out of an aerosol can. It, he only wore it to cover cigarette smells. He's not even like a a cologne-wearing dude. He just covers the cigarettes. But I was like, I also like the smell of like cigarettes being covered up, kind of. I was like, Adrian Mason did have a great cologne that I loved, though. So. Uh, okay, so. Adrian Mason ha- had a really good smell. And you're saying the the cigarettes in the mix of that good smell didn't make it worse. It just kind of added. It, it, it's something I. It actually enhances it for me. The smell right. of tobacco and some sort of cologne. If you have the right cologne, it's weird. It's weird, but they do make like tobacco smelling like men's scents. Like it's a it's a masculine mm-hmm. scent, I guess. Yeah. I think I was also probably in some of my prime baby making years when I met Andy and I was just like, there's a man around. That is a man. That's a man with at least one penis, maybe even two. (laughs) He's going to take care of me. (laughs) He's looking good. I've seen him. uh, He's looking tan fishing on a boat and living it up in Florida. It's tan. I say it's burnt. He looks pretty burnt a lot of the time, but I've seen some pictures where he's not burnt, where he's kind of tan. Have you? I think so. Maybe it's a filter. Maybe he's he not burnt. Oh, Becker's off taking a five. You're on the clock right now, Becker. Becker is yeah. We call it multitasking. He's uh yeah. He's. I'm he's, like a watu the watcher. I'm just here to make sure everything goes as planned. I we don't yeah. I'm gonna watch you and take care of you right now. Like, make sure you're okay. I'm he's just free. Okay. I'm freebasing hash. I'm perfect. Yeah, freebasing. That's what that is. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, what's his name? Louis, Louis, uh, Martinez calling weed dabs or no, not weed dabs. That's what they actually are. What does he call it? Uh, oh, he calls smoke free basing Coke, uh, Coke dabs <laughs> instead of smoking crack. Anyway, that's a Louis Martinez joke. Wouldn't have ever thought I would have missed that guy. But I, I know. Did you have him on the show or something? I always thought it was funny. Like, I don't know. He, his wildness, I, I thought it was hilarious. I don't he, know yeah. what all you can do with that type of uh, comedy. But as an audience member, it always tickled me at open mics and things. Yeah, I I think he's like a lot of the 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 characters in Denver comedy where it's like, I was excited to see somebody that was definitely their own person as opposed to a lot of the comics that are trying to figure that out by maybe mimicking or taking parts of successful comics and trying to make that you know part of their thing uh i don't know how i also liked vic g so what do i know vic g and i had have had some really good conversations i think uh running an open mic you don't you don't just 
see him as like preventing you from getting up there earlier. You know, you just see him, you <laughs> see him as a com- me, right? Yeah. You're going to be there anyway. And then he, as long as man, I mean, there were some times where he definitely would go long and be too angry, but then I don't know, we had some good uh, conversations where it was like, okay, yeah, he's not always out of his mind. Sometimes he was a, a relatively normal somewhat stable guy and we could have some good talks he's very um well read so we talked a lot about like Shakespeare. he's read like all shakespeare plays and mm. is and knowledgeable it, but and has like skeezy hookups on books that don't even make sense he he comes into mutiny with books to sell me like a week before they come out oh uh-huh. shit it fell off the back of a truck yeah, but like it's that has cracked me up for like two years. Like you're such a good skis ball. You're even skeezy at getting books. Uh, I always love hustler. to see him wander up every six months. I'm like, oh, he's still alive. Guys, <laughs> still alive. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. That's part of it too, is to know, yeah, that at least doing okay enough to to carve out some time to go do a mic. Yeah. Uh. How much how much comedy have you done in the last year? Have you tried to do some Zoom stuff? Have you done any oh, live outdoor stuff? I'm doing a lot of Zoom shows, actually. Okay. I'm, getting, I'm the Zoom gal. I'm not any better at it after almost a year, though. I was like, you've gotten worse at this. Like, <laughs> I was like killing it at one point. Where I was like, I got this down, everybody. Like, I don't know why everybody's complaining. I am killing it. And now in the last couple of months, I've been real like embarrassed. Like, whoa, you saw it, dude. Like, huh. because uh, I think early on, I just still be- wanted to. And now I'm at a okay. place where I'm like, what is life? What is this? Why is this? Like, <laughs> like the adjust, the, the newness of it hid some of the badness of it. And now it's just the badness, like the raw the reality yeah, of it, it. it's too, the reality of reality is hitting it's like fuck comedy why the fuck are we still doing shows you guys this is insane mm-hmm. and even though i need it i need like some sort of outlet and per- way to perform and you know sometimes they pay like you i just was i was listening to you and sam talk about you know you being bingo king and i, I wanted to call you um Last week was I doing a show, but but I was just like, don't just call him for bingo jokes, Janae. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> and I was like, just remember the jokes he gave you before. Come on. Uh, yeah, I've, yeah, I I've already given you some of that gold. I only remembered oh sixty nine. <laughs> I did a big deal about sixty nine every time with these college kids. But I did a two hour bingo, um, maybe a week or two ago. Um, and they had a good time. You know, but the great thing about college bingo is just call the fucking numbers and yeah. give out the prizes and that'll be great. But I kept people engaged and they turned their cameras on and they told me that the kids don't usually turn their cameras on. So that was okay. cool. Um, but I've done a lot of Zoom shows and other platform shows and sometimes I am not the best person. I've, I, I was grateful early on to get uh, from, you know, when Jake Brown and Samantha Taylor were doing their shows, they had like some tips. And one of the first things was you should stand up if you're going to perform, like have your, and you just got a standing desk, which is probably, you know, the, the best yeah. move because it's weird to sit and be on a computer and then try to do what you used to do standing on a stage. 
So I was yeah. appreciative of that. I haven't done a bunch of, I haven't, I haven't tried to do zoom shows. So sometimes I'll be like, man, why haven't I been asked to do any zoom shows as if I'm supposed to be courted and headhunted. And it's like, yeah, no, why don't you send some fucking booking emails? If I mean, I haven't sent any booking emails for zoom. I think I'm getting zoom shows because I'm on zoom shows. Yeah. So people are seeing me do it. And I do try to share and, you know, not to give the appearance that I'm busy, but just to do the thing that we always did was like, best promotion for yourself is to show people that you're still you still exist and you're still working and you still want to work so um that's how i keep getting zoom shows um but i did learn to stand that's why i like at marina's place she has like a bar and she's got like a cool painting and i set myself up in front of that and um make it a party i also hold the mic sometimes um i learned that i don't need to plug it in um plugging it in was weird you know, with sound, sometimes it was inconsistent. But if you just hold the mic, it gave me like muscle memory. And it, if you look mm-hmm. on the grid, you know, mm-hmm. you see this is the entertainment right here. I also do a lot of this. What are you guys doing yeah. up there? <laughs> Extreme close up. I'm in your room. <laughs> I can see that stain on your mattress. Look at that. You could have sat there, but you wanted me to see hey, it. I wanted to have that show at the beginning of the quarantine. That was one of my early quarantine ideas was yeah. room roasters. Definitely imagined you on that show. Did I pitch it to you? You did. And I felt like I couldn't, I didn't want people to you make fun of see your room, but it was like, I don't want people to see my room either. We're going to see their rooms. Oh yeah. The, the audience. Yeah. Room roasters have Jake <laughs> volunteer and then show us his room. It's like, you know, like, like cribs. But um, yeah. just roast their rooms. I, I wanted, was full of ideas back then. I liked the idea of, of making fun of people's rooms. But like I was telling you, like a lot of our decorations, a lot of our setup was like my, you know, Megan's doing. So they would have been roasting her choice in art or her, you know, whatever clothes. <laughs> so I. Uh, but I we were going to get out other people. So the comedians didn't have to roast each other's rooms. The comedians just roasted. Like I would recruit some audience or something. Um, yeah, let's Or like it. show me your roommates set up if they're not there or whatever. Because I, I too was feeling like I don't want people all up in my business to see that I literally sure. live, live in a bedroom. I was, yeah, you just made me think I definitely would have wanted to roast your old roommate's bathroom. That dude, uh, Ryan, I could have uh, torn his bathroom apart. That guy, so busy, so busy telling other people how that how they should live, but he can't, you know, clean his toilet ever. That fucking douche. I couldn't believe anything. He's so successful, but he also had you and Andy as roommates. You know, like, why don't you get your own place since you're telling it? I don't know what's going on in his life right now. Um, I I keep him as a Facebook friend because I don't think we got to we shouldn't dump all of our Trump friends. I want to know what they're talking about and what they're listening to. Um, but yeah, I was like, did you get some sort of promotion since we last talked, or what? Are you blowing it up like you really in this tax bracket? That's like you know, like you really doing it. Yeah, I didn't want to like directly insult him, but I was just like, I feel like you're giving the appearance of some uber success when. He was never like the brightest guy I knew. He was driving for Uber. Secret. No. <laughs> that was his secret. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, he's like sell stuff. I don't know. Windows or some shit. Siding. I don't know. Yeah. I was, like, 
He was always annoying. He'd make it sound like it was so easy. And it's like, okay, what's your story? Because I'll bet he worked for his dad's friend or something, you know? His dad's college roommate, uh, you know, owned a dozen car dealerships. And so he started, you know, by washing cars. And then after two months, he he got to be on the floor. I don't know. He just, it was so weird for you to live with this guy that was the opposite of any of your friends, you know, uh, anything that we yeah. stood for was in direct defiance of this dude that you had. I didn't to know live that with. though. I didn't know that. Not first. right away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause we, he was young. He, he was young, but, but when I really looked at him, when the Trump shit really started to hit early on, I was like, Oh my God, you're a poster child for it. You are exactly who they're recruiting right now. He's like 28 yeah. year old white guy grew up like middle-class, upper middle-class. And he wants what his father had and he wants what his grandfather had. And he believes that he's entitled to those things. And these goddamn Mexicans are stealing his shit, you know? Like, yeah. If it, if it weren't would, for these damn Croatians and Salvadorans and any, <laughs> it's the only way right. they know about uh, the countries People of the world. For People ought to work for what they want. You can't just come to this country and take. And it was just like, when those ideas start, when Trump started to, Trump started to embolden him so that he can really, talk about those things and perhaps he had more friendships where they talked about those things and Mm -hmm. i don't know that he truly understand understood that you can't think that way and expect to keep your other friends group because he had a mixed group of friends of young people and when his early like um support for trump was coming out he had some friends like not be his friends anymore Uh uh-huh yeah he he went from going out five nights a week hey i'm gonna meet the fellas i'm going to meet up with the wolf pack we're gonna go have some brews and then he was like oh yeah me and derek are gonna go hang out and then then derek stopped talking to him yeah some people stopped talking to him i remember when his feelings were heard about it and it was like well yeah bro like you know you're supporting this the wrong side you're on the wrong side right now so you're on the wrong team yeah but he was so young and impressionable that like he was it's the the campaigning that trump was doing was designed for him when he, i used to joke when he was he one time i saw him leave with like his gun case like his gun box and these two dudes that i had never met who had shaven heads i was like oh boy that's happening right now and <sighs> usually his stoner friends would and snowboarder friends would you know be like oh i'm freddie bro like they would like yeah. engage and these guys like were in and they avoided eye contact and they carried out you know some heavy ass guns and shit like, i didn't know he had so many guns oh, and i was God. like yo i was like am i gonna see you on the news with khaki pants and a tiki torch or what and <laughs> It was all jokey, jokey, but I was like, uh, I said, when they come looking for you, I'm going to tell them the things I saw, just so you know. Yeah. Like, when they come, I'm going to go, shit, I knew it. Right. So, God damn. I hope you didn't expect me to cover for you. You know he's different when he introduces you as his roommate's girlfriend <laughs> instead of your <laughs> Yeah, friends, I'm his roommate's girlfriend, so. Um, yeah, yeah, he was... He was falling in with, it was almost like he was falling in with the other crowd though. So they kind of, I don't think he fully went Trumper on his own. Mm -hmm. I do feel like he was influenced and encouraged. Like, come on, manifest destiny, bro. You're white man. Take what's yours. Oh yeah. Just all that stuff. Yeah. All that stuff that I was just thinking about how it's funny that some of these people in the same breath could, could say my grandma my grandpa you know came over here from wherever with nothing and worked hard and then when that same story is happening all around them 
they act as if those people aren't doing it the right way. You know, like they, oh no, well, this was different because this was my family. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Right. Uh, and and they try to say that shit about, uh, you know, they did it the right way because they became citizens. And it's like, okay, well, what if it didn't really, you know, what if they stopped making that happen as much? If there's less uh, access to that the right way, then, you know, the reason for coming over doesn't slow down. It's not like, oh, okay, then I guess I'll just, you know, keep getting killed over here where I'm living right now. Right. It's insane. There's, uh, and yeah, it's funny when there's young people that will act as if, oh yeah, don't we all do this where it's like, we're all on different teams strictly based on what race we are, but not, not really strictly once you're white, it doesn't really matter what type of white you are. You're on that team. And it's like how that's the simplest, weirdest way for us to try to go about getting anything done is through, you know, we don't have anything in common, but we're, we look similar to one another. So that's good (laughs) enough for me. It's like, how is that? (laughs) Megan just, uh, Megan's been working at the Starbucks here. Uh, it's in a Safeway. And, you know, we knew that there were going to be a bunch of random people coming up. And I just hoped that she would avoid some of the, you know, dumbest, craziest, most racist of them. But this dude came up to her and, uh, you know, before he orders, he's just like, oh, what what's going on here? You got your masks on, huh? Or no, she has she has to get her temperature taken. And then there's like a little sticker she has to put on that shows that she's like had a temperature check. And he was like, oh, what's that there? And she was like, oh, just shows that I had my temperature checked. And he was like, yeah, okay, so you do that. And then immediately you just start shaking hands with all your comrades. And she was like, okay, what? <laughs> you know, the coffee, the coffee, uh, the coffee comrades. And, uh, and then said something about her mask and was like, man, the only reason we have this COVID thing going on is because we freed the slaves. And she was like, okay, I'm not going to serve you now, you know? (laughs) And it just was like, why? Why does this crazy... Why does this crazy person... That's not even a... I'm I'm into conspiracy theories, but those are not connected. And and I do think most things in this country connect to slavery. But whoa, Mm -hmm. what a leap. Oh, yeah. He just ignored about 200 years of details and was just like, nope, there's there's one line and it goes from pandemic... To the Emancipation Proclamation slash yeah. Juneteenth. I mean, he doesn't know. You're going to find a lot of people that say most of the bullshit in the country is connected to slavery, but not that. Well, yeah, that, most. Just not that one. A lot of the bad things came from that tradition and the and the 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 fallout. And then he is going the other way, and he's like, "No, no, no, that was the start of something bad, and we haven't been able. To, <laughs> <laughs> we broke a curse, uh, or you know, are we?" We we started uh, down the wrong path when we decided to try to treat everybody better. <laughs> it was, a, and she had to. I, I I was hoping that he did not live here, and she hasn't seen him again. So I'm hoping he was just uh, passing through. Right, it's such a small town that's like you're gonna run into people. Mm-hmm. Again. And most most people seem to be relatively like low key uh, here. Whether if if they're wearing a mask, if they're not, they're. I did see there was a couple in Walmart. They had no masks and then their gun on their hip. And then the woman was wearing some ridiculous shirt like, Jesus, please protect all the cops. You know, and it was like, oh, God, it, she was kind of a character. But but most people are have not been like loud in their support of Trump or their hatred of of, you know, 
cucks or whatever liberals uh (laughs) yeah yeah i haven't haven't seen too much of that uh so that's been a relief because i think a lot of the people that are here that have been here for a long time are either hippies or like artsy you know so they're not all cowboys a lot of them i think are have just had families that have lived here for a long time and so they're still here and they just kind of want you know they want to be able to go hiking or ride a bike or whatever and they're not full of hate (laughs) i'm hoping there's not good radio reception down here so a bunch of them haven't been able to hear some of the shit that (laughs) that's been on they didn't hear much yeah they just yeah they don't know (laughs) that'll be my litmus i'm like oh man did you hear about rush limbaugh and if they're like who i'll be like oh nobody i actually i meant to say another person's name and i i misspoke Never mind. <laughs> it seems like a really cute place. I mean, Wally, I know Wally is uh, promoting it a lot and, you know, putting it in a good light, but it's like the idea that it's, you know, it's out there and it's it's all a little away from the chaos sounds really nice. Yeah. And also, good. you know, I'm going to say because you went there, it really makes me look at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not for you. Well, we're not yeah. for you, I, I might not think, I mean, I, I like you, so I, I assume that you're doing cool shit. Mm. Well, the main thing for me was without comedy keeping me in Denver, because like it made made sense to be in Denver. Megan and I uh, would have probably tried to find a different apartment and to to change things up, um, but I still would have wanted to be in or right near Denver so that I could keep doing stand-up. And without that, it was like, all right, well, don't really need all of these fucking people to uh, potentially Sorry, hit me I with their car. I was hogging the bathroom from other people, so. <laughs> you were what? I was hogging the bathroom office. Oh, uh, okay. Somebody, somebody needed to, to take a, a call in there. <laughs> Somebody's showering right next to you now. and and there's other great parts about trinit like it's big enough for twenty thousand people but it's only got 8800 in it yeah yeah there's this is not what's what's the rent like i mean i was i was able to buy a house on mutiny wages so you fucking bought a house yeah i close next thursday damn yeah okay wait what yeah (laughs) Well, yeah. So it's it it, it, you, it they've had some booms and some busts over the last like eighty years, and uh, there's starting to be a little interest down here. So prices are starting to come up. But a lot of uh, like our apartment was six hundred, and then for the previous uh, couple, and then our landlord was like, "We're gonna we'd like to start charging six fifty, and it was like, "That's fine because it's not fourteen seventy five a month plus utilities." Wow. So yeah, it hasn't been completely exploited yet. It will be soon, thanks to sure. thanks to Jake and other people that we're friends with. Uh, they're coming down here and they're going to demand, you know, that there's more daycares or whatever the hell, more kitty <laughs> gymnasiums, and uh, you know, an actual Starbucks instead of a Safeway Starbucks. Right? Is there a Target? There's not a Target. That's when I'll know it's time to move down to Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to want a target, but then that that would mean that we were up to like probably fifteen thousand people, and it would start to be a little busier. I like mostly that 
there's a lack of people everywhere. Like, and they don't walk, they're not all walking their dogs at the same time, you know, at, at five Oh five Oh nine. Cause they work nine to five. There's a lot of, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of people that are just kind of, you know, at home and maybe they'll, they'll drive their truck down to, we have a Walmart and we have a Safeway. And so that's where you see a lot of the action. But for the most part, a lot of people are keeping to themselves. And so there's not a bunch of people, there's no scooters, there's no rentable scooters, let alone six different companies. So that they're just, uh, God, what an eyesore that I do not miss from Denver is just these, you know, these scooters just thrown into a a lawn. I hated the scooters until one day I actually got on one with a friend and like went around and looked at murals. I was like, oh, well, this is a better use of a scooter than just being a I don't know. It seems like people are assholes on scooter. You know, like when people do the pedal bar, you're like assholes. Yes. But I actually rode the scooter. Like also like when my car was in the shop and I was about to walk three miles and instead I got on a scooter. I was like, Oh my God. Duh. Right. No. Well, and that would be one thing, but you know, if if everyone were using them, well, if everybody that lived in Denver was using them for practical purposes, that's one thing, but they were just, you know, a lot of people were visiting and so they'd just go flying, you know, the the wrong way down a street downtown and then yeah, just people hope. mess up everything. Yeah. People messed up hitchhiking. Yeah. I, I I feel like we like that's something that should have been shared with everybody indefinitely. We should be able to hitchhike, but but no, people mess that up. Yeah. Uh yeah, Serial so it's killers. Mostly. <laughs> right. Yeah. All of the uh, lead, all the lead in the, in paint and in water might've, might've caused that. Really? I haven't, I haven't done a deep dive. Have you read about that Becker? I think Becker's the one that told me about it. Yeah. I've read, I read like two different things on it, but they weren't deep dives either. They were more referencing these recent deep dive fucking things, but yeah, there's like uh there's been a couple serial killers before are like grandparents and parents' generation, but not a ton. And then all of a sudden... And then everybody knows about it. It used to be really way easier to get away with it. Yeah, but they're like the pattern. Like they knew about Jack the Ripper. If you had a pattern of murder, unless you were spreading it out over giant swaths of time and people also weren't like mobile in their 40s in the mm-hmm. 1700s, 1800s. Uh, but everybody using these lead lined pipes and lead paint on their houses. They think it led to a big increase in people having like a deep psychosis in the great generation and baby boomers. And so I don't know. Cause yeah. I was talking about that with somebody else and they were like, well, what about school shootings? And I was like, yeah, that wasn't addressed in there. I didn't think about that. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think instead of having the chemical, like the direct, uh, brain damage you have the indoctrination or the the propaganda mm-hmm. that can radicalize people and and enrage and them. access to firearms as well yeah. and yeah. The, norm, the normalization of it i don't know yeah mm-hmm. the the uh celebration of it wasn't as big until more recently the nra you know just started being big cheerleaders for just huge honking guns and you know guns and trucks you know trying to make men feel like men trying to make women feel powerful like you know get a gun or two you know you're not going to take any lip anymore and uh, yeah 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 so yeah i think that might be why we have because yeah it would be tough to try and get away with a bunch of murders you would have to do one you know and then drive across the country and then do another one and then drive somewhere else because if you do two or three your cell phone though 
everybody, yeah, no cell phone, change up your look every time, you know, how often are you going to find, you know, places where <laughs> you can get there and then nobody sees you and then you can get out of there, you know, uh, it, it's increasing. Have, like have like a grandparent vouch for you, is that what you're going to say? You're going to need somebody else to hide your secret for you. Well, not just that. I was going to say the sad truth is as long as you're not killing little white girls, the, the murder solving rates well, are even gonna look. 14%. They've solved 14% of murders. Eesh. So they don't catch shit still. Yeah. It's just that we now have like a whole entertainment industry that tells us like, nah, there's forensic dudes that get shit done. Like, not really. Those are very <laughs> rare cases. Every, like all the channels are covering the same cases that went well for the cops. Right. Yeah. But yeah, eighty six percent last year went unsolved. Mm-hmm. Well, they found oh, the damn. guy that hit did a hit and run on Nicki Minaj's dad. Damn! Oh yeah, that's one. I mean, also perhaps it's because she's a high profile person with a lot of money. So yes, you know when did when did when did her dad get killed? I think just like last week. Oh God! It turns <laughs> out it was a seventy year old hit and run, tampered with evidence. Looking at his phone. Probably. I like sit and watch people like because my grandma's house is on the corner. And I don't know if you guys know this, but I got a stop sign put in. Right. Um, Yeah. You were having to deal with just people constantly driving towards your grandma's house, like up into the lawn. Yeah. Well, she said that it had never happened. But it just it sounds like it's going to happen every 10 minutes. So if it had happened that time when I saw it, like after I moved in, like a week after I moved in. And then again, like two weeks later across the street. And then also though it had happened across the street before at the church. So people do hop the curb and stuff because there's a bit of a dip there and people race down that street very fast. So I like emailed some people and got stop signs, stop signs. They put one, made a three-way stop about five blocks away and then made my corner a four-way stop. So I just sit and watch people run the stop signs now. <laughs> Everybody's just running the stop signs. And I sit there like a crazy old person, just yell, that's what's that time. I got your license plate. It was an LGS something, something, something. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> they drive so fast down that street, though. Like, it's just It made me think your grandma's house was like uh, the Hornet on, on Broadway, where just constantly cars were crashing through the facade yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh man i was terrified to eat at the hornet and it, kept, yeah. it got to the point where i was like i can't sit right here i can't do it when there was ice out it was like no way last mm-hmm. time i was at the hornet not the last time but i remember sitting there with a friend and watching this baby the baby was at that closest to that wall that keeps yeah. getting hit and i was like what's i was like this baby is done for who said this baby that kid? is in a prime spot if anybody gets yeah. hit right now that baby's getting hit they got. A, they had a, a a sociopath for a host or a hostess because yeah. it, tell that tell that parent to take that kid in the farthest corner of the of the restaurant. The <laughs> baby put, was just like was a, that. Sounds like it was a it was a setup. It was a hit put out on that baby. <laughs> I think it was baby Hitler. Somebody was coming to get him. <laughs> Finally, Becker, you know, so you would have. The, you would know every time the Hornet got hit and then Skylark got hit too. So Mutiny was like destined, but... In, no, in we, every- remember we used to have those big giant concrete planters in front of Mutiny? Yes. They've been systematically hit and taken away by cars. Wow. Well, there's, yeah, there's, wow. Nothing, there's nothing there anymore. 
Figure just got hit by a car. <laughs> oh, on the second floor. I knocked I want, over some weight. I want some of those uh, in front of my grandma's corner. Like, I would love to get giant planters mm-hmm. in case people. But she has rocks on her front. She took the grass out because you know she it just got it was too much maintenance for her. And so yeah. there's rocks, and I think that helped because the guy that jumped the curb, you the wheels really couldn't. It was like quicksand. Yeah. But you know, he also hit a light pole, which lucky for me, it fell like just perpendicular to the street. It hit a car. Um, hit the back window of a car and there was a couple parked in front of that car so they were lucky but yeah that light could have come over and fallen on the house um, God. The, kid, the kid he gets out he's just like my car oh my god <laughs> really bro I got a flat tire What? that's like 40 bucks god damn it what a piece of shit he's like I got a drag race in 15 minutes I'm screwed <laughs> so People really fly down that street, but I'm and it, I'm obsessed with it, and I have to get over it. I can't, you know, it's a bad. They, they everybody knows where I live. It's like that's yeah. that lady standing right there. But I kind of <laughs> just hope a, a cop will come and get some t- ticket people and just make it like, you know, a corner that you you're like, oh, that's the ticket. That's the corner where you get tickets. Like just where just yeah, everybody's everybody uh, buckles their seatbelt up the block before. Cause like, all right, we got to watch out for this one. Yeah. That's better than just flying through there. Yeah. Got a care in the world. Ice cube also mentions not this block, but two blocks away. He hit, he, it's like a famous block. He says, I hit, hit the dip on 108th and then I'm smashing or something like that. It's like right by us. That's, that's our, it's like a dip right there. And then two blocks away, another dip at my grandma's house. Just like, but people fly down that street. They come from the freeway and they just... Anyway, there's stop signs now. So also there's a lot of glass in the street for people not knowing that there's a stop sign or not caring. And now they're getting in accidents. Probably my fault. It's my fault. You put some bro- You put some glass out there. You're like, all right, here's a little speed bump for you. You motherfucker. I kind of did to do that. Somebody's been drinking like, I don't know if I can brandy or something. They keep drinking outside my grandma's house because she has like a wall that's like... Mm-hmm. under a tree there's also some yeah. sex trafficking in my neighborhood but they keep dumping their like bottles and so i moved the bottles to inside the parking space and i was like nobody parked there and then when i got home the next day there was glass everywhere i was like whoops guess it worked <laughs> and then the next night somebody cleaned it up and i felt terrible about it like <laughs> it was one of my nice neighbors cleaned it up of course uh-huh. I was just being a psycho old lady. Did I tell you that I dumped concrete on this lady's lawn too? I'm like losing my mind in this neighborhood. Whoa. You're my hero. Yeah, you're turning. Tell us about your vigilante justice. Yeah, that was gonna say you're you're turning into a, a crime fighter. You sound like me when I was manic. I wanted to try and uh, kill. Every, <laughs> I wanted to kill every pedophile that I could find. I wanted to go on a on a mission for uh, yeah for justice from for from I, the unheard. I, I, the voice. I wouldn't doubt that there's some mania happening. I, I would not be surprised. I can't diagnose myself, but I, the moments when I dumped the concrete later that the next morning, I was like, what the fuck's wrong? Like, it was so heavy, too. And I was just like, ah, ah. like I was concrete on this lady's yard. Like, And then I picked all the trash out by hand because I was like, just the concrete, just the concrete. Was, not- and so what, what had she done? My neighbor had been putting concrete in my grandmother's trash can with oh. her permission. With her permission. Okay. Um, and then the neighbor's uh, brother would pull the trash cans out. That was a regular thing they had going. 
And, um, but then the neighbor, she's not a nice lady. And so as soon as I moved in, I tried to introduce myself and so that she didn't introduce herself. She was just like, you need to pick up that dog poop. I already told your cousin to pick up that dog poop. And I was just like, hi, I'm Janae. <laughs> she was like, hi. She went, oh, hi. I was like, in your name? Uh-huh. And she was just like, you need to pick, the dog is going crazy. The dog is wild. Y'all, you got to do something about the dog. The dog is deaf and old. And my grandmother was not tending to him quite very well, but he's not wild. He's, he's, old, he's an old man. And anyway, so they're putting the concrete in there with my grandmother's permission. And then, and I didn't like it because I was like, is this legal? Is this okay? Are we going to get in trouble for this? Mm-hmm. And then the lady sent, um, my grandma ended up getting a letter from the city saying that her dog was off leash and that she would be fined. And that if she didn't pick up the dog poop and put him back on the leash, he was out of, he's never out of the yard. Nobody's walking him but me. Sorry, white people. Um, (laughs) But anyway, it was a lie. And she, and so I told her that I was like, you didn't have to do that. Why did you send this letter? My grandmother's not feeling well right now. And I told you that I'm here to help her. And so I'll be picking up the dog poop and I'll be taking care of the dog. So you didn't have to do that. She's like, well, they're not really going to show up because of COVID right now. They're not really coming out. And I was like, so why'd you even do it? I, we already talked. You don't need to do that. And she was just like, ah, ah, ah. and so the, another night when my grandmother ended up in the emergency room and it was just like the hardest day, I left her medication at my sister's and like at one in the morning, I drove to go back and get the medication. And it was just like the hardest day ever. And then I came and I looked in the trash can just because I was being like, there better not be concrete in this <laughs> trash can. Uh-huh. Cause, Cause I told the guy, okay, he, the guy was like, it's the last week. It's the last week. I said, fine. It's the last week. And then the next week it wasn't the last week and it was the hardest day and there was concrete. And I was just like, not, not today. <laughs> and I dumped it on her yard and then, but I pulled out all the trash. Cause I was just like, just the concrete, just the concrete. Cause you're the good, cause you're the, you're an anti-hero, but you're <laughs> that's not a villain. That is an anti-hero. That's, you know, you're still a hero. But so then the justified. next morning, guess what? It was all cleaned up as if it never happened. The concrete was back in the trash can. In so really, yeah. Huh. So the guy that pulls the trash cans out, he just cleaned it up and put it back. Yeah. So my little point wasn't taken. You know, I was more angry and so the next day i dragged the trash can full of concrete over to her while she was outside i was like hi there's your where shall i leave your your concrete and i was yelling and smiling i was where shall i leave your concrete and she was just like what i was like where do you want me to put your concrete because it can't go in my grandma's trash can she was like i don't know right there and i was like okay dumped it <laughs> And I dumped it on her yard, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like being crazy for real. Well, it sounds like you tried to do what you could, and they were, they were, you know, they were pushing you and trying to take advantage. So fuck yeah. that. I mean, it partly was because my grandmother is a shit talker. Like, she's a real nice, sweet church lady, but she's also the type of like, yeah, that lady, that lady's, and I'm just like, I'll take care of it, grandma. But she's also just talking. My sister reminded me of that. It's like, it's just an old lady talking. You don't need to go, you know, get revenge on her behalf. She's, she told them they could put the concrete in the trash can. So just, it's not a big deal. But, <laughs> well, but I make it a big deal. So 
I would say that her her freaking out about the dog shit was where it's like, oh, okay. And then, you know, you can just both pick your battles. And you picked a battle. And she apparently, it's funny when they cool off, you know. And I think it's usually when you show them that you could be, you could be crazy as hell if they want you to be. You know? I was like, don't push me. I know I was smiling and shaking hands. But uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes I don't make great decisions. I'm doing my best to keep it together. So. It was just a lot going on, you know. Plus, I'm broke, lost all my jobs. It was just like, fuck everybody right now. Mm-hmm. So, and, and dog, yeah. how many driveways are they pouring over there? You know, there's just the one. So yeah, also, I was this- like, what the fuck are y'all doing back there? Like, the, the guy was like, oh, this wall fell down in the back. So, y'all, like, y'all building an addition because the neighborhood people keep building fucking illegal additions. And so, I started to look into, like, how can, what do I do to tell on my neighbor for her illegal addition? Mm-hmm. I was just like, I know my grandma, my grandmother doesn't want to be involved in any drama. She doesn't, she's not a shit starter, but I kind of am. Mm-hmm. So I have to like back off though. She's been neighbors with this lady for 30 years. You know, they talk shit about each other for 30 years. It's not up to me to come and dump concrete. Like game. So- no, the game has changed now. They, they had a, they had a little game and the neighbor might've been winning <laughs> And the grandma was just, you know, keeping her shit talking inside. And you're like, nope, this is an outside game. I'm, yeah. I'm going to go over there. and <laughs> She might like when I told, told my cousin and my aunt, like, yeah, I tried to introduce myself to the neighbor. And she was just like, hey, you got to pick up your dog here. And I told Trayvon to come over here. You better tell Trayvon. Like she was telling me to tell my cousin. And, and I was just like, you don't have to tell me how to get the dog shit. The fact that you want it up, I can handle that. That's cool. And she was just like, yeah, well, she just kept being like, rah, rah, rah. And then my aunt and cousin kept being like, well, I would have said, and I would have said. <laughs> and then I went and said it. And then people were like, Janae, you're starting <laughs> to get with the neighbor. I was like, I thought we were going to say something. Oh, okay. Like, so, yeah, yeah, your family was maybe, you know, taking things a little slow. And you were like, we don't have time. It is, <laughs> shit is ending soon. It's like, I have nobody to yell at right now. I will, <laughs> you know, at that point, I probably was like, I don't know. I don't want to claim manic, but I was on the internet also yelling at people and just like, I was on a rampage of like, I'm unhappy right now and I need to act out and throw shit and nothing is in my control right now. And I just, that's all the control I had. Leaving bad Yelp reviews and just feel like, <laughs> listen to me. Well, and so the dog wasn't even, the dog wasn't in the neighbor's yard, right? The dog was no, in. No, she was saying that she could smell it from her window. Oh, my she, My God. grandmother has a wall and the lady, the lady built an illegal two-story. That's what I want to say. Maybe you could fucking smell it if you didn't build an illegal two-story <laughs> hovering over the house, looking at everything. So, but it was like, okay, I'll pick up the it's dog poop. I'll pick it up. Because my grandmother also kept saying the gardener will pick it up. Mm-hmm. Dogs in LA are not like dogs in Denver. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll take that back. Dogs in black families are not like dogs in Denver. All right, my yeah. whole family is like it's it's a dog. It's a dog. It stays outside. It blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, you walk behind it and pick up its poop. You don't wait until oh. a Sunday afternoons to pick up its poop all at once. You pick it up as you go. You kiss it in the mouth. You let it get its own therapist. <sighs> like I live in Denver. This is how you do. Yeah, you get you you let it the get tarot cards. Table. What? <laughs> yeah, the dog the dog eats at the table. I said that you you get the tarot cards pulled for your dog. <laughs> you pull cards for the dog, you know. To people see what are, he wants to have for lunch. Come on. 
People are bad here in Trinidad. I mean, people were pretty bad in Denver. There was a good amount of dog shit uh, around, you know, in Denver where Megan and I were living. And it's bad down here. Like I had a guy, uh, he was standing outside of a of a garage. I think he worked at this uh, mechanic's garage. And I was walking by with Mama and George Michael. And one of them pooped and I had bags and I picked up the poop. And this dude said, oh, man, you are one responsible dog owner. And I was like, that's going to be my, that's going to be how people know me is, have you seen this fella that picks up his dog's shit? Like immediately? I mean, I'm not even talking under duress. I'm talking of his own volition. He's got my vote. Yeah, that's. The run for office right now. I think I'm going to try to do a video of me uh, being, uh, trying to do good here and one of the things i think would be funny is just picking up random dog shit because i i do not have a good stomach for just random dog shit like i had to get good at my dog's shit and realize like it's not like they ate some random thing that's gonna you know attach to your hand i don't even know why i can't just do it but it would be disgusting man yeah It would involve and and people down here a lot of times don't have little dogs, so there's just horse road apples yeah. everywhere. People, so it would be it would it would be a lot of dry heaving and maybe even some wet heaving, uh, which would make for a good video. It would make for a funny. You're gonna <laughs> actually pick up poop. It's not stage poop. You're gonna go around town and actually pick up poop. Right. Yeah. I think it would be funny because I would actually be doing something good, but at my own expense, because I would definitely. And then you talk about the scat that you find and how some of it is human. Probably some of it is cat. (laughs) Cat scat. You should also scat. There is some cat. You should pick it up with that. (laughs) Picking up dog shit, throwing up in my mouth. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know, what sucks is there, there are a lot of, uh, outdoor cats out here and my dogs will eat they don't eat dog shit they used to eat goose shit at city park and so we didn't go to city park and then when they killed all those geese it was like oh we can go to city park again because there wasn't just this shit everywhere that my dogs wanted to eat but they will eat cat shit so we have to be on the lookout out here instead of chicken wings on the ground there's a lot of cat shit and my dogs want they want all the chicken wing bones and all the cat shit that they can find that's their, that's their mission. So we've had to be vigilant out here. But yeah, I think I, and I've, I have been picking up other dog, other dogs bags of shit because sometimes people will bag it and then just leave it. Uh, who are these terrible people? I, I'm like, I, I can't know. like fix the world, but there are some bad people. I know we always jump to like, I think I was, I was talking to some friends about the idea of like evil. And when you have to take responsibility for being evil, you know, what if your childhood was bad? It's like, well, what about these there's the people who leave the dog shit. They are Richard Ramirez somehow. I think there is like, that is closer than we think in psychology. It's in their psychology. There's something connected. Yeah. Don't you think like who, how could you bag it? Like I could imagine bagging it. Like I walk the blocks with the shit. Yeah. I just walk the blocks and carry the shit until I get to a trash can. Right. That, and, and that used to be the, the norm. And I think it's just people don't want to show any weakness. They want to look tough. They want to look cool. They want to smell yeah, look tough carrying some other being shit. That's you, for sure. You look well, be, I think, yeah, because you look like you care about 
strangers and that somehow can be seen as like this weak because you don't have to because and, and even though you kind of have to like legally you know you could get in trouble like your your grandma could maybe eventually have it you know result in whatever a citation or something but because it's not there's a, typically uh, people can get away with a lot of bad behavior and if they can then they just they do you know there's not like that inherent oh i'm doing this because i should there's more like i do, i get away with as much as i can because that makes me smart that makes <laughs> that's me- such a goody two shoes though like i'm like all goody two shoes hall monitor like mm, pick that up stop by that stop sign <laughs> Well, stuff at that stop sign isn't that crazy when, you know, a kid gets killed. Yeah, I was thinking about putting a memorial uh, at the stop sign just to make it look like it's, that's why we got it. Somebody died, that's why we have it. Uh, I I love your civic involvement. Yeah, a couple teddy bears, a couple (laughs) candles. Yeah, dude, a a a a little kid-sized Dodgers cap. That would be pretty good. Yeah, I think I should do it. Yeah, I mean, if people are running the light and or running the stop sign, and it's been there for however you know six, seven, eight months now. Yeah, I think maybe. No, it's just been a couple weeks actually. It only got the stop sign. Yeah, just a couple weeks. I mean, I started emailing about it months ago. I'm shocked that it actually showed up. I didn't think it was coming. I I just Mm. all I did was email, and I didn't even yell about it. I emailed. I sent a couple photos. Somebody moved it up the chain of command and there, there it went. But now I got to set up the memorial. Like, we miss you, Pablo. Like, just get people to slow down a little bit. Yeah, well, yeah, and then they're not even stopping completely at the stop sign. They're just uh, rolling through at like 12 miles an hour instead of 40. So it's like a small victory and... You could count it as a win if you just have the ability to to not scare, be scared every time you go outside that somebody's just going to run your ass over. I'm scared inside. Sitting in the house, it's like the guest room that I'm in is on the street side. So it's like every 20 minutes I have a little mini heart attack. Just like, ah, this is it. Okay, we're fine. Over and over again, all night long. It's oh my god! Fine. Little, just little heart attacks. Becker's been having a lot of mini strokes, but you're having mini heart attacks. <laughs> oh no! Oh god! I'm sorry. That sounds. I, I only have one. We're just having fun. Oh, okay. Is yeah. dad related? Probably. It you, was COVID. Pretty much related. made Andy have a stroke with the dad you gave him. I'll never forgive you for that, Becker. It wasn't dab related. He fucking gave Andy a dab at High Plains and ruined my High Plains. I blame <laughs> you for that shit. The whole weekend. When a grown-ass man asked like, me I, for drugs, most, I assume he can I handle missed them. most of High Plains because I was in a little movie at the time. And then I, I think that was the same year I got to like do the headlining show. And so oh, I was okay. like, finally, finally there at the parties. Like, did the headlining show. I was feeling great. Showed up on Broadway to hit the parties. Went to the fucking... Um, uh, sexy pizza crash pad and this dude gives andy a fucking dab andy doesn't barely smoke weed he was <laughs> drunk as a skunk already took his knees out we barely made it down the stairs got to three kings andy was collapsing <laughs> i sorry a taxi i'm like somebody and then the taxi was like you're getting this dude right I'm like, <laughs> 
getting into. And then I was like, Becker couldn't kiss my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I'm glad we got that uh, at the end. Uh, Me too. You're not alone. Yeah. You got to, yeah. I used to smoke weed pretty much every day, but if I still would try to do a dab or two, it's a whole other level. You're just blasted off into. It's into, not. It's for professionals. And Andy was like, "I don't know, I guess." Ooh. And Becker's like, <laughs> "This little fucking devil volcano, novice, huh?" <laughs> I don't like getting people too high. I think people assume I do like getting people too high. I don't. I just like getting people high. Mm-hmm. He gets off on it. I'll bet he he shut off his brain, like from the like spine. He was just like. <laughs> He just ragdolled down those stairs. Yeah. And I was like, oh, me. I was like, but I look really cute. Is it possible I can just shove him in a cab? Nope. And you, but like, you got in there? Yeah, end of high planes for me. You had to go home and tell Ryan to put his hood away? <laughs> get, your fucking, get your fucking Aryan friends out of here, Ryan. And he's fucked up. New balance and your fucking tiki torches and take them in your own room. <sighs> <laughs> uh well i guess that's it for this episode we are past our our hour mark is there anything that you want to plug do you want to you got any shows or you gotta um is when is this coming out i'm doing a show on friday i have a show on the 21st i want to say check my website but i haven't really been on top of oh i just got cast in a play i don't even know if i could tell people yet i'll be in <laughs> for like two months Oh, nice. yes. Denver play. This yeah. will come out tomorrow. Oh, shit. This will come out tomorrow. I got to talk to my family about some stuff real quick. So uh, <laughs> I don't think they're going to tune They don't us. listen. My family won't listen. They're not Chevy um, Chasers yet, but maybe this will get them. Oh, hooked. they are. They are. But um, I'm going to be in a play at the Aurora Fox Theater, and it runs in May. So, oh, okay. oh no, it runs, in, it runs April. In the beginning of May, it's only it's like short run, like rehearsal is really short, and then the run is only a couple weeks. But it's a one person show, and I mean, I just got the info. Yes, they just told me I got the part yesterday, and I was like, oh, fuck. it's a one person show. Yeah, I better start memorizing today. I'm gonna have to get up. This will be my last weed smoke today. <sighs> uh, yeah, no more devs for you. I know from from experience that weed and memorizing your lines. It don't work, so I'm gonna have to get off weed. Yeah, all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you just start you just start reciting a Law and Order SVU that you like a lot. <laughs> halfway through, you're like, "Oh shit, this is not this is not Medea." Did Wolf help? <laughs> I have been watching a lot of Medea at Grandma's house, by the way. Though Tyler Perry on nonstop. Tyler Perry owns BET nonstop. Tyler Perry. I realized as I said Medea, it sounded racist in a way, as if I'm talking about Tyler Perry. I was talking, no, about, I was no. talking about it. It didn't sound racist. I'm a theater gal. I oh, thank did. God. Okay. Well, I just meant when, I, not that you thought that, but that people would think I was thinking of Tyler Perry when I was not. I got to see uh, Timmy lastly as Medea, and it was incredible. I couldn't imagine memorizing. I mean, it's not a one woman play there were other parts but she was the bulk you know just so many lines it was crazy well come and see me in this show though there will be so many lines and i will be all of them hopefully yeah i'll come up there 
Uh, I got to plug our Patreon because this is not a Patreon episode, but uh, we have a bunch of great episodes on our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Chubby Behemoth. I just talked to Jordan Dahl on uh, Tuesday, and that came out uh, yesterday, I think. So uh, there's maybe a dozen, 15, 20 episodes. 20, 19 or 20. Okay, so yeah, a bunch of a uh, bunch of content on the Patreon that you can access for as little as five dollars a month. Uh, we also have a couple other tiers. You can do ten dollars a month. You can uh, be a part of our monthly AMA, and then uh, I think we have a twenty dollars tier. You can get something in the mail. Sam will mail you a manifesto or a, a listing of grievances. Some I hair. Yeah, we've sent out some hair. We've sent out some merch. Um, pretty much stuff that you just kind of chuckle at and then hopefully throw away. Hopefully people aren't, you know, keeping the hair or like pressing it in between a book, like a, like some leaves in the fall. (laughs) Actually, I would, I I wouldn't mind if, if anybody that's creative enough was able to use our hair to make a doll of some kind. That would be kind of, no, you don't want that. That's a voodoo doll. You want somebody to use your hair? You're giving somebody authority to make a voodoo doll. Yeah, well, I guess, yeah, I, I do have to specify. This doll would need to be used for just good, just in a, <laughs> on a shelf. I wouldn't want it to be, uh, you know, used uh, for any type of weird or evil purposes, whether it's to harm us or to sap our strength so that you can, you know, rob a bank. We don't need any of that negative associations only uh, positive thoughts with your hair doll please and don't you know not i don't want it to be sexual either i don't want you to fuck the hair doll or make the hair doll fuck you you know what when you send somebody when you send somebody your hair i don't even know if you can specify whether they can have sex with it or not it's, it's like that's not up to you anymore that's their okay. hair that's true but yeah yeah that's true once we once we once we put it in an envelope it is not our hair anymore <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the recipient's hair so that is a good point. I, I also have been meaning to give a shout out to uh, Jay Gillespie. He, he's been doing Cougar Nights uh, five nights a week since he moved down to Trinidad. He's almost up to uh, 100 episodes. And those are available on YouTube. They're available on Facebook. Uh, he streams on Twitch. Um, and he's going to take a, a break after the 100th episode. But I'm sure he'll be back uh, doing Cougar Nights sooner than later. And it's a, it's a fun, great way to watch a guy just, you know, create just in a room by himself, uh, creating and trying to make people laugh. I'm meaning to shout him out because he's down here in Trinidad and uh, I enjoy it. He, he starts to hit like this kind of rhythm that you can get into, you know, and uh, so I think, uh, yeah, worth checking out. But yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Janae, I appreciate talking to you. I miss you very much. I miss you too. Save some room for me in Trinidad. Sounds like everybody's there. Save some room for me. Well, one, yeah. of the, one of the positives is that not everybody is here, but there's a few great people down here. Enough, enough great people that it's worth a trip, and, and we'd be happy to have you. Once I, I start booking, once I start booking shows down here, I'll be, you'll be one of the first people that I talk to about trying to come down. I want to do an episode of my podcast too. I need to do a. Um, test episodes or whatever i don't know if i'm gonna release them all but i need to, i need to yeah get me in there my dad, trailer but I, I know i'm sorry but my I'll dad's not even it. my dad's not even in the ground yet which means let's get that content out there while it's fresh i know let's get the pay i haven't had anybody with fresh juicy pay let me let me uh <laughs> feed on that for sure yeah get me let's ring me dry <laughs>